from Kurtco Media. Coming up on this episode of Life Done Better. Imagine if you could live your best life. Like imagine for a second what that would be like. So you can create that through meditation because meditation will help you rewire your brain to start being different, aka you're going to start acting different, aka you're going to become a different person and achieve different things and experience new experiences. There are so many benefits. I can't imagine life without it. I go a day without it and I see it's freaking different. Welcome to Life Done Better. I'm your host, Jill DeJong. Today's guest is Mimi Bouchard. Mimi is a wellness influencer, Pilates instructor, podcast host, and founder of the Mimi Method, innovative guided meditations designed to transform your body and mind. She walks the talk. Mimi has radically changed her life and gives her dedicated meditation practice a lot of credit for that. Mimi, welcome on the show. Thank you so much, Jill. I'm so excited to be on with you. I loved having you on my podcast and you're such a ray of light. So I'm so excited love to chat to with you today. start by introducing your radical change. Like how like have you used meditation to create change in your life? Really good question. I love that question because my meditation really just created incredible transformation in my life. And I really needed it. I used to be, I'm talking like, you know, five, six years ago, I used to be really unhappy, you know, struggling with anxiety, a lot of anxiety. And I w- didn't feel healthy in my body. I felt I was overeating. I was partying too much. I was hanging around the wrong people. I was a bit lost in life. And I kind of started this personal development journey with books. And the more books I read, the more I realized I had to get into this state of creating new beliefs in my mind and creating new patterns and thoughts and habits in my life to change it. And something that kept coming up when I would look into how to do that is meditation. And I tried many different meditation apps. I tried the free YouTube videos. I downloaded like the headspaces and stuff. And it was never something that I felt like I wanted to do. And I always felt it was boring. And I always told myself and convinced myself that just meditation wasn't for me. And then I completely did a 180 and found a type of meditation that worked incredibly well with me that actually helped transform my mind and body and life as a whole just into such an incredible, now I like to call my dream life, right? And my type of meditation is this beautiful hybrid mix between manifestation, visualization, hypnotherapy, and classic meditation. And then to take it one step further, I also like to do moving meditations and Those are like walking meditations, running meditations, and my new stretching and Pilates meditations that I've never seen done before. So my transformation, it really happened a couple of years ago when I found this kind of way of being. And I realized that the way to transform really quickly was to sit down every day and condition my mind to be what I wanted it to be until I actually became it. So I would really, really focus down and I do a lot of writing too. I have writing meditations. Um, Those are open-eyed meditations where you really just go deep and you're basically scribing, which means that you're just writing and writing without stopping and just getting into tune with that kind of unconscious mind inside of you. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I would do a lot of things that, that were unfiltered like that to reveal what I really wanted. And the first thing in my step of transformation was deciding what I wanted. The second thing was finding out how to get there, right? So becoming it. Really the before Mimi, let's say four or five years ago, was really unhappy, slight depressed. Like I don't want to say I went through a depression like some other people, but I went through a depression, you know, and I no one really knew about it. And at the time, I also didn't even realize it. But looking back, I was depressed. I was anxious. I was unhappy. My body didn't look healthy. I was puffy. My brain always felt mushy. I never felt clear-minded. I never woke up feeling excited for the day. And that was my before. And then, you know, a couple years fast forward, I'm now literally living my dream life. Like I live in the Bahamas with my three-year relationship boyfriend, my first ever boyfriend. I feel better in my body than I ever have. I'm healthier than ever. I've completely overcome my whatever eating disorder I had with like overeating and binge eating and obsessing and dieting. And I finally, at that same time, releasing the disordered eating, I'm now in the best body I've ever been effortlessly. And I wake up in the morning and I genuinely just feel so happy happy and excited about my life. I'm helping other girls do the same and and I'm teaching other people how to kind of tap into their future self energy, the person they want to be. And it's the most fulfilling time of my life and things are growing really quickly and just everything's changed. You ask what's changed, everything's changed. It's so wonderful to hear that you've made such great progress. You know, that's the good news for everybody. You can change your life even over weeks and months and then years, you know, it's exponential. So when you talk about meditation, you don't just talk about quieting your mind, right? It is also about the conversation in your mind about the words that you speak to yourself. Yeah. So this is the thing about meditation. Like it's not just about doing a good meditation and then coming out from the meditation and going back to your old ways. The meditations that I do are actually action focused. They're results driven so that when you can't come out from this meditation, you can actually become this version of you for the rest of the day. You're conditioning yourself. Like, you know, I'm, I don't want to diss the, the headspace type of meditations that are just like clear your mind, don't think of anything, because those are really great for people with, you know, anxiety that want to calm the body. There are so many health benefits, those types of meditations. And I do use some aspects in that in my meditations with that. But I honestly have seen the biggest transformation in my life without ever really doing meditations that make you think about nothing, because those don't do it for me. I get so bored. I need to think about my dream life and get like super amped up in my meditations and feel like the goosebumps and like see the vision of my future in front of me and just like embody those emotions, that energy. And that gets me going. I can't do the ones where you're sitting and thinking of nothing. I need to like, you know, I like to think my meditations are that mix between like a motivational Tony Robbins speech and like a really deep hypnosis that like gets you into that state and makes it you makes just total live sense it, to you me. know? The visualization, which I can definitely use more of and grow into is so important for manifesting. Like, you know, you constantly hear you got to be it to align with it. And so what that really means is that you are stepping into that reality without living that reality, but feeling like it's about to come and you get excited about that it's about to come instead of thinking it's not here, right? The difference is that you are excited and that you are expecting it. And by feeling quite abundant, you attract more of it. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people in the spiritual community think that I believe in the law of attraction in the sense of thinking about what you want and then it just showing up in your life. But I actually don't necessarily believe in just that. I think there's way more to the story. I believe in just really honing in on the energy of what you want and then 
expecting the unexpected. One of my biggest mentors in the world, Dr. Dodispenza, I've been obsessed with all of his work for years. I just went to his week-long seminar and he always says the same thing. You know, it's like you can't manifest a specific thing necessarily. You manifest and create in your life something that aligns with the energy that you're emitting and producing. So if I want to be more abundant, then I simply just need to embody the abundant energy within me and around me in my day-to-day life all the time. And then things that match that energy vibration, that frequency will will match into my life and appear because I'm resonating at that level. In us are there for a reason that, that you're doing what you're doing. It's not a coincidence that I'm doing what I'm doing is not a coincidence. I think everyone has a sole purpose. And obviously that can be different things in someone's life. It doesn't have to be the one thing, but we mostly teach what we needed to learn most. And you needed to learn to quiet your mind, think differently, right? And to really step into a whole new person and take care of your health. And that's what you did. So it's not just thoughts. It's really the action as well. You know, people think when it comes to meditation, they think it's very spiritual. And I'm I'm a very spiritual person, but what I teach isn't the most spiritual thing. You know, I really teach just the actionable step. You need to do the work and you need to become that person. The, the way that you're going to get what you want in your life is not by meditating on it necessarily. That helps you become who you need to be to get those things. But what you actually need to do, the bigger picture is not meditating. The bigger picture is becoming. It is becoming what that person that has everything that you want in your life, who that person is, you need to become that before you get those things. That's the combination. That's like the secret trick. So the meditating that I promote and I create, those are actually just helping steps. You know, they're they're stones to help you get there. That can influence our state of being. There's so many things that can go wrong or don't feel great, but we always got to go come back to that state where we feel almost like Teflon, right? Like it just slides. It's just like, okay, it's coming at you because life will give you things that you don't want to deal with, but you can always decide how you deal with it. Now, Mimi, can you tell us a little bit about how you worked on self-worth, how you worked on embodying someone that feels like she deserves all that she wants? Oh, that's such a good question, Jill, because that's actually one of the number one reasons why so many people don't end up doing the work and create the life of their dreams is because they deeply just don't feel worthy. And I know the feeling just like so many other people and especially women out there that deep hatred towards ourselves that we've been really conditioned to have through society, through the picture perfect way of of how you should be and look and what you should have like that deeply can affect us. And especially, you know, in this day and age, everything's plastered around you, you don't have, right? So the self-worth thing is really important. And I think it doesn't just happen like that. It doesn't just happen in a day after one meditation. It happens over consistency over time. So what I like to always talk about is the compound effect. So it's not about doing one meditation. It's not, you know, it's about the consistency of how often you put in the work. And the meditation is just one part of the work. The other part of the work is doing a morning routine, waking up, not going on your phone, just spending a little bit of time for your journaling, for your meditation, just going back to your goals, re- like going over what you want out of your life and just conditioning your mind. I always say the word conditioning because it's so powerful because that's what you're doing. You're training your mind to be what you want it to be. Because if we all went through life without any structure, without any goals, without any you know need to condition, we would just be the same. We would never evolve and never grow. And we would just be so average. I use that word average a lot in a negative way. And some people hate me for it, but I don't care. Average in today's world is unhappy, depressed, 
bad relationships, in debt, unhealthy. It, I don't want that. And I don't want anyone that commits their personal development to oh, have to I was going to say the like word. That. I was just going to say like high five. Yes, that's you know what I want for myself and what I feel like I'm living and creating because it is a creation. You know, like one of the things that I really wanted to create in my life is more play, more adventure. And I've been talking about it on the show. When I look back now in the in the past six months, I've had so much adventure. I've had so much play and I've been and really productive with work. I've achieved a lot of things that I wanted to achieve. And it goes together. I thought first that I needed to work so hard to give myself a break, to allow myself a vacation, to really go play. But it really works well together. And I had to learn that. And I had to give myself permission to step into that embodiment and say, you know what, you can have it all. You, you deserve it all. You don't need to wait. And so it's really important to also know exactly what it is that turns you on. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. On medicine, we're still practicing. Join Dr. Stephen Tabak and Bill Curtis for real conversations with the medical professionals who have their finger on the pulse of healthcare in the modern world. Available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Produced by Kurtco Media. So let's talk about believing and really having confidence with from within because I know like confidence is an inside job like it no one else is going to give you confidence they uh, you know people can give you compliments and cheer you on applaud you for some of the success you have but tr true confidence is knowing that you can rely on yourself and how do you build that confidence Really good question. So I like to say that to build confidence you need to just keep promises to yourself. Someone that I really, really love, uh, and I love his work, it's, it's Ed Milet. And he often says this too, you know, he actually said this to me. I was doing a podcast with him a year ago and he said this to me. He's like, you need to keep promises to yourself because that builds confidence. And since then that's stuck with me. And it's something I always like to tell people too. It's like, cause it just makes so much sense, right? Like how do you build confidence? Okay. You need to create discipline in your life and stick to it and keep those promises to yourself because it's just like having confidence in a person. Like if, if my sister is always late for our meetings or whatever it is, like I don't really have much confidence in her being on time, but if she commits to it and just proves it to me, then I will. So it's the same thing with ourselves, right? Like if you tell yourself you're going to wake up at 5.45 a.m. and do a morning routine before getting to work and you don't do it and every morning you press news and you just don't do it, your self-esteem is going to go way down. It's You're not sleeping in. You're doing so much more than that. You're doing so much harm to your self-confidence. I would way rather you actually set your alarm for seven and wake up on time than keep making yourself feel sorry and crappy about yourself because you're not committing, right? So confidence really just comes from committing and getting just a little bit of energy into that discipline muscle and just doing it. And the more you do it, the better you get. And you got to believe in yourself and you have to love yourself more than anyone else loves you. That's something else I learned. You, you got to be your biggest fan because not everyone's going to love you and not everyone's going to want to do everything they can to help you succeed. It's all you resonates the with the me. I'm, I'm like cheering. I'm like, ah, yes, it is truly that. Like it's, can you count on yourself? And if you cannot, like, why not? Maybe, there's a lot of people that do a lot for everyone else around them that are of service, that feel good about doing things for others. But 
if you're not giving yourself the quality of service, of love, of friendship, what does that mean? Why are you not going there? Why do you think you shouldn't be spending that time on yourself? And this is a really big question because I think it's easier to give than to receive. If there's someone listening and it's like, well, I would really love to show up more for myself. Is there one thing that she needs to do? Absolutely. So I guess the easiest answer is just to say, like, wake up, just do it. You know, that's kind of the tough love in me. I want to tell people that are like, oh, how do I do this? It's like, just do it, you know? So I think a lot of people in this industry just like make it really complicated when at the end of the day, it's like, you know what to do. You know, it's like, I want to feel better about myself. You know that you have the access to do this kind of meditation, to do some Pilates, just to move your body. Like people know what to do, but to bring it into an actionable perspective, the number one thing I think numb, that numbs people out to their goals and to, to take action the most is technology. And that's something I've noticed in my personal life too. We like to distract ourselves with things that make us feel numb for some reason. As human beings, I think it's a way to cope with things, with emotions, whether that's overeating, being on technology too much, watching too much TV, like crappy TV, like whatever it is, a lot of people like to feel or don't even like to feel. They just have the habit to feel numb with certain things. And I think the more that you remove that from your life, the more clear that you get. And the more clear that you get, the easier it is to make better decisions because you're not just going by the old habitual ways of just not thinking before doing. So the number one thing is to get unnumbed and get unnumbed by, you know, setting honest restrictions with yourself when it comes to social media, when it comes to, you know, mindless scrolling, mindless TV, mindless eating, like just put a little bit of discipline into your life. It doesn't need to take a lot of work, but just be unnumbed and just wake up a little and just, you know what to do because when you get unnumbed, yeah, when you, you just, cut you some know of these things do. out, you really start having time, a lot more time than you could even think of, right? Because we do fill up the day with things that may be a waste. And so if you really want something, you will find the time for it. Now, Mimi, I know you've been super, super productive over this whole, like this time of pandemic. And obviously a lot of us have been challenged with work and how to continue. Some have lost their jobs. Some wanted, want to pivot. Um, COVID can be an invitation to do something completely different. So how do you gain the confidence to try a new business idea during this pandemic? For me, when it comes to the pandemic and it, when it comes to working from home and not being able to typically do what we used to, it's tough. And it's a really great opportunity for you to think outside of the box. And I think you can see opportunity in any situation. And for me, I saw that opportunity near when the pandemic started. I was looking to actually start another kind of side hustle and I was trying to think of what it could be. And I thought, hmm, something that people can do at home and something online and it just clicked. So I started Mimi Method and it's a subscription platform and it'll help with the well-being of, of the people of my members and the mental health and the becoming the best version of you. And you can do it all from home and you don't need anything except for the platform. So that was something like, you know, when it comes to business, you really just want to think of what the customer needs before what you necessarily want. Like obviously you need to do something that you want, but what the customer wants is more important than anything. So you want to find that perfect hybrid mix of like what the customer wants and what you want to do to create a really good business. So I, I created Mimi Method about eight months ago and it's been the biggest business I've ever created in my life. It's 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 crazy. You know, it's because I moved with the time. So many people, it's like, for example, 
if Blockbuster started to sell online like Netflix back in the day, Netflix would have never taken over Blockbuster. Blockbuster was just hard-headed and didn't really want to change what was always done selling in-store, right? They didn't move with the times. You got to move with the times and don't be a victim. That's my biggest thing. Things can happen to you. Bad things can happen to the world. But if you go through life as a victim, you're never going to be successful. You got to just own it and come up with ideas and just look at the positive and yeah, things exactly. and the opportunity. And also, when I, when I hear your story, I also hear whatever you did before you had this success, the very recent success, was not a waste of time. It kind of built skills, knowledge, and you put in time that actually led you to what you're doing now. So, so I, I think that's really good to emphasize that whatever you're doing may not guide you directly. It might be indirectly to, you know, your ultimate goals or potential in business or whatever you want to do for, for a living or for, you know, for a career. So I think it's really important to know that if you continue to listen to the curious voice inside, like, oh, I'd love to learn more about this. And yeah, put in the work, educate yourself, right? Super important to educate and to surround yourself with coaches, books, and programs that will get you to that next level of thinking, of doing. And don't forget that Mimi has a seven-day trial, actually, on her meditation guide. That's the Mimi method. We'll put that in the show notes as well. And I, you know, I think it's quite incredible because I have seen you change over the course of a year because you did health and nutrition. You were more into the Pilates workout, and then you found your niche. You were like, meditation. And did your customers ask specifically for that since you have really geared towards that and you're saying, well, it's not exactly always what I want but to, you know, to sell or do or produce, but it's also really listening to the needs of everyone that is listening and following and wanting to have a piece of that. Oh my God, for sure. You know, when Mimi Method first started, it was like recipe videos, Pilates right. workouts and, and meditations all separate. They were all separate. And it's because I didn't know what my customer necessarily wanted. So I kind of did a little bit of everything to do some market research. And it ended up that they really were subscribing for the meditations. And then like 30 to 40% of the people also did the Pilates, but they were like, the meditations are really innovative. And what people were looking for was something different. And I think there were so many influencers out there teaching Pilates videos. And no offense to any of them. I'm, I'm sure all of them are unique and amazing in their own ways. But I was just fitting into that category because like Pilates isn't that different from teacher to teacher. There are only really a hundred moves. Like it's it's very similar to other people. So some people just weren't really like they didn't see how I had this unique selling proposition when it comes to the Pilates for the for the meditations. They were like, oh my God, this is so different to any other meditation out there. I'm addicted to these. But for the Pilates, they were like, eh, like we need kind of more, you know? So I actually decided as the business grew and grew really quickly, I was like, you know what? I want to go global with this. So I need to niche down. And I got rid of the recipes because I was like, this is just too complicated from a business perspective. You want to really be able to explain your business in one sentence. And I don't want to be like, oh, I have meditations, recipes and workout. Like you want to just niche it down, right? So I was like, how do I niche this down and create a very innovative platform that includes movement and my love for Pilates, but with my love for meditation and conditioning your mind. And I came up with this new version of Mimi Method that I just launched which I'm so happy that you noticed because it's been a really, really incredible change. And essentially, I got rid of the quote Pilates workouts, but put them under the umbrella of meditative Pilates, Pilates meditations. And then I added new aspects to it, like a mini meditation at the beginning of the video to get you into that future self energy flow state. And then you're moving through each of the poses as that future self, the person you want to be with like 
just this immense love for your body and for yourself moving through the movements, visualizing how you want your body to look and feel while you're going through the movements, which makes it so unique, so different. And it actually is so powerful when it comes to creating your your dream body. Because when you're thinking about what you're working while you're working, it's that mind-body connection. The muscles actually will grow more and your body will actually form to fit the vision that you have of it. The more that you have this vision and the more you think of it, our bodies are, are very smart and they react to thoughts and the moving meditations on Mimi Method. It's really what I think has brought this to the next level because everything, you know, my tagline is redefining meditation. And I truly think I am because I'm a young girl in her mid twenties and I'm not a meditation teacher that was a monk for 30 years. That's trying to get you to not move when you have an itch on your eye and you're meditating. Like I'm not like that. I I just want you to get into that, that optimal state to become who you want to be. You don't, you don't need to not move. You can have your open eyes to do it. It's all about who you are in your day-to-day life and those other 23 and a half hours of your day after you're done your meditation. It really opens up the door to so many people that have never enjoyed meditating or find it hard or not consistent because I love moving my body and I'm curious to try those out too because I have been meditating for over a decade and I've, I have come to a place where I'm like, mm, I still like to quiet my mind, but I want something different, right? It's been, it's been very consistent. But now I'm like, is there something else? And Mimi, you really are giving me that introduction to, oh, I love moving my body and I can meditate at the same time. Oh, awesome. All right. Okay. <laughs> Give that to me, please. It feels productive. It feels effective. And it also feels, yeah, like something to try something new. I always love trying new things. And um, I feel like I'm always hungry to learn. Last but not least, give us three reasons why you should meditate. Number one that I actually want to say is it will literally make you so much healthier. Like this isn't, I, I think this is probably a big one, but this isn't, isn't the main reason that I meditate, but I, it just came to mind. Like when you create a different way of thinking you actually change your physiology. And I just came back from this seven-day meditation retreat with Dr. Joe Dispenza. So this is why it came to my mind first. And he actually helps heal like a lot of people with health issues through, well, he doesn't do it himself. He teaches people how to do it themselves. And this is kind of, you know, very different. And a lot of people haven't heard of this kind of stuff before, but there's a lot of science behind it. And um, when you get into a state of deep meditation, you're repairing your cells, your, your body goes, goes into a state of autophagy. Your cells are literally recycling themselves. You're getting healthier and you have room to heal. You're allowing your body to get rid of those negative emotions, the negative energy in your body so that it actually has room to heal. That's a long answer for the number one. Number two is just to create your dream life in general. Like imagine if you had everything that you wanted. Can you imagine what it would be like to wake up in the morning and be in this beautiful home with a beautiful partner next to you, look in the mirror, love yourself, be in a really healthy fit body, like really enjoy your life and feel gratitude and be able to have enough money to give to people that you love. That was a really big driver for me to give back to my family. Yeah, just imagine living your your best life. Like I know it's just so cliche, all these personal development gurus always say like, oh, here's how to live your best life. But this is actually like legit stuff. Like imagine if you could live your best life. Like imagine for a second what that would be like. So you can create that through meditation because meditation will help you rewire your brain to start being different, aka you're going to start acting different, aka you're going to become a different person and achieve different things and experience new experiences. So that's the biggest one of 
them all. And then I guess the last one is it's really great for for just coping with anxiety and stress. That's something that I've dealt a lot with in my life, just like anxiety. And I think the more I meditate, the more I understand how to get my body into a state of just pure, like I got it covered, I'm in control, I'm cool, calm and collected. And I think that's another really big thing. And I guess another benefit is the people around you are going to start to notice that you've changed and you're going to stop being reactive to the people in your life that you don't really like anyways. And you're going to get rid of friends (laughs) after you go through all this evolution that you don't even like anymore. And there are so many benefits. I can't imagine life without it. I go a day without it and exactly, I see freaking exactly. Oh, and you feel less scattered, more focused, more energized, and uh, yeah, just less affected by what happens around you because you feel you know, stable emotionally inside of you. And, and that's huge. Mimi, I am, I'm so stoked that you introduced redefining meditation to life done better. And everyone is listening. Please take the seven-day free trial, mimimethod.com, right? Yeah, thank you so much. Instagram's where I hang out the most, just at Mimi Bouchard, and then my website, MimiMethod.com. And then I also have a podcast. It used to be called the Mimi B podcast, but now I actually am rebranding it this week just to be called Mimi. So M I M I. And yeah, thank you so much, Jill. I love chatting with you as always. This episode was produced and edited by AJ Mosley for Kurt Co. Media, mastering by Steve Ricky Berg. Until next time, my friends, have a beautiful day. Kurt Co. Media. Media for your mind.